His name is Blake, he used to be a prude, then he became a slut, and now he's talking to you. It's Buttered Muffins. Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Buttered Muffins with Blake. I'm your host, Blake, obviously. Um, <clears throat> so today, um, we're gonna talk about some hookups. Uh, as we usually do on this show, uh, because that's why I started it. Um, so, but before we get into uh, the story time for this week, uh, I just wanted to do some housekeeping things. Uh, so first of all, I would like to apologize for not uploading an episode last week. Um, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Um, we are... Actually, me and my family are currently uh, preparing to sell our house and move. We are uh, in the process of building a new home, uh, which apparently we love to do because we built the home that we live in right now. Um, Because apparently no home that already exists can fit our standards. Um, So yeah, that's fun. So since we are getting our house ready to be sold uh we had to uh make some minor repairs to our house just some cosmetic things um and of course one of the things that had to be fixed was around the window in my bedroom um so my uncle who is a carpenter um was here I think every day last week. Um, And he worked during my time that I would usually be able to record the podcast and or, you know, take a nap after my classes. I didn't get a nap at all last week. So that was fun. And of course, I also didn't get to record an episode of the podcast uh, because um, I didn't have my room available to me to record. Uh, but we're back. We're here this week, and we're going to soldier on and get you another episode out. Um, so yeah, that's that's my excuse for not uploading last week. Um, but like, it's it's a real thing that happened, um, and it wasn't fun. I didn't I didn't like going through that. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, another bit of housekeeping. We are on like a lot of podcasting platforms now. We are on a, a, a bevy of different different ones. Uh, so after almost, I think it was a little over a week, like a week and a day of waiting, we finally, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just a weekend of waiting. We finally got onto Apple Podcasts. So yay! I I like when that happened when I finally saw that it got uh approved for Apple Podcasts I was so excited because that's where I've always listened to my podcasts on and I don't know it just it makes me feel like it's real and professional and it's happening even though literally anyone can upload their podcast to Apple Podcasts um it just makes me it makes me feel uh official and that I can reach a, I guess, larger audience of people or people who predominantly use 
Apple Podcasts, because I feel like that's like the main one that people use. I think, I guess. I'm not sure. There could be a bigger one, but I feel like Apple Podcasts is the big one. Uh, so we're on there. We're on Spotify, uh, because I know a lot of people use Spotify. So all you Spotify girlies, uh, it's up there. I think that was the first one that I got approved to. Um, we are also on TuneIn, um, which is just what? a podcast thing. It was, I looked up... Uh, uh, this is very, it's like my whole podcast experience has been very DIY because obviously I'm not going through like a production company of any kind, which uh, many people do uh, or many of like the better, more professional ones that I actually listen to uh, do. Um, but I don't uh, because I'm just me and no one wants to produce me. Um, so... I, this has all been very DIY for me, and Google has been my best friend uh, in finding out what to do for podcasting. So um, I just looked up what the, like, best places to upload your podcast to would be, and TuneIn was on the list, and I thought, okay, cool. Um, so I had to, like email them and have them approve me or something. I don't really remember, but it's on there. It's on TuneIn if you if you guys use TuneIn. Um, and I think we, we're also on the Google Play Store um, for any of you cool people with the Google phone, the Pixel. Um, you can listen to the podcast on there or if you just use, yeah. I guess that's Android now. Huh. Okay. Um... But yeah, so those are all your different uh, platforms that you can listen to the podcast on and get your buttered muffins fix. So that's awesome. It it's just it's an it's it's an extra step that like not even really an extra step. It's kind of like necessary that you got to get your podcast up on all those platforms. But like now that that step is completed, I feel like it's we're on our way to having a more professional show. I guess I don't know. Uh, but that's fun. That has been fun. So we're on there now. So yay. Um, I'm trying to think this is a very, this is going to be a very off the cuff, very conversational episode for the first two. I wrote notes for them and I mean, I like how they turned out. I'm not so sure about the second episode. I haven't, I mean, I listened to it back when I was editing it, but, um, I haven't listened to it since then. Like, I haven't listened to it with, like, the distance of it being out for two weeks. Um, but from what I remember, I don't think I did a very good job on that episode. Just, like, the talking part, I don't know why. But, like, I was rambling random stuff about, like, virginity. And I, like, really should have looked that stuff up. Um, but I didn't because I'm bad. And I just wanted to get the episode out. I had to get it recorded. Um, so yeah, I'll try not to do that again. If I like have a topic that I'm going to talk about, I will research it and have notes for that. But um, today I don't really have a, an extra topic that I want to talk about. Um, I will. Um, let's see. So I've had, uh, <laughs> I think three 
three hookups since the last episode. That sounds right. Um, and one of them was literally today, literally a matter of hours ago. Um, so that's cool. Um, so, um, episodes will be coming on those, but one of them was kind of a wild ride. If you guys are keeping up with the Twitter page, I made some cryptic tweets, um, like, while everything was going on. Like, literally while I was in the situation. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I have to look into it a little bit more legally to see if when I do make a podcast episode about it, if and when I make a podcast episode about it, um, that I won't get arrested or fined or something. Um, yes, it got that deep. Um, so hopefully, I mean, or maybe I just wait a while for it, for, to make an episode about it. I mean, at this rate, I, it will be a while before I even get to that, uh, experience um but just know that it was a wild night girlies it was i i honestly couldn't make up anything more crazy than what happened that night i don't think like in my wildest dreams i don't think i ever would have thought something like that night would have happened to me um so hopefully that that that, um you guys will stick around long enough to hear that episode if it ever does happen because it uh could possibly not because um there are some yeah there are some illegal things involved um so i'll have to keep checking into that i've looked into it a little bit already and it's a little hazy uh especially because of the state that i live in um so we'll have to see we'll have to see on that one um but uh i mean when i do find out i'll either let you know on here or i'll let you know on twitter and you guys, you guys will know then. Um, let me think if I have anything else that I need to get off my chest before I get into the story time right now. Um, I mean, I think just to fill out the episode a little bit, um, because I don't know exactly how long it's going to take me to tell the story. I have a feeling it's not going to be, um, a super, super long story, but like, I would like the episode to be around an hour long, so I'm gonna try and fill it out a little bit more. So I'm just gonna let you know what's uh, going on in my life right now. Um, so we are nearing the end of the semester uh, at my school, at college. Um, the end of the semester is on the horizon. We've only got, I think, three or four more weeks to go. Um, and we've got a lot of projects starting to pile up. Um, I just got assigned one last week. So that's fun. Um, and we don't really know what we're doing with it. Like, we have our topic. Um, so this is my issues and ethics in the media class. Um, because I am an e-media major. Uh, I am all about that digital life, girlies. Um, so... Our topic is uh, individual loyalty in journalism, and that means, like, an individual journalist's loyalty to the truth and, like, getting the truth out to the citizens of the world. 
Um, and it's kind of a hard topic to do. I'm not sure why we picked it. Um, it was probably because we were one of the last groups to announce our topic and we all had to have different ones. Um, but it's, it's, it's a hard topic to do because there's not a lot of material written on it. I don't really think. Um, and there's not really like a lot of examples that have been like talked about, about it, if that makes sense. Like, um, I don't know. It's just a hard thing to do. We, we've been trying to find articles and stuff and we found a couple, but it's just not seeming like it's going to shape up to be a fun time. So I'm really dreading that. That's cool. Um, my intro to rhetorical theory class is super boring as the title would, uh, suggest, uh, we're just doing the same thing that we've been doing for the whole semester, which is an endless cycle of homework due one day, a quiz due another day, uh, for like four times in a row. And then we have an exam thrown in. Uh, so that's cool. I bombed the first exam, of course, which is uh, the story of my life. Um, And then I did better on the next exam. And hopefully I do really well on the next exam because I am at an 80% in that class. So that's cool. Um, I'm also at an 80 in issues and ethics. So that's cool too. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, studio production is actually a very fun class. That is, I think, probably my favorite class, TBH. Um, so studio production, the college that I go to, we have a television studio, uh, obviously because we, uh, have an e-media program and that's kind of an important thing. Um, so we have a television studio and class is held in the television studio and, basically what we do every class is just run three different productions with everyone rotating around in the different positions. So, um, you have like a director and an assistant director and you have on-camera talent and you have a technical director and a lighting director and a teleprompter operator and camera operators and stuff like that. And it's really cool. It's a really fun class. Um, it's really, It's one of the first really, like, hands-on, this is what people do in the real world classes that I've had, which uh, is really cool, but also very frightening since I am almost in my senior year. Um, But it's... It's a really cool one. I mean, not to say that we ha- I haven't had projects where it kind of shows you what you have to do in the real world, but this is the first one where, like, in class every day, we are doing what the professionals in the real world do. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, when you have to be the director, it's kind of the most stressful thing in the world because being a director on a live television set is kind of the worst thing ever. Like, I mean, it's not the worst thing ever, but it's like... It's stressful because you got to make sure you time everything right and that you don't miss any cues or like switching between camera feeds or going to commercials, stuff like that. It's just a lot of stuff that you got to deal with. Um, But it's still very fun. It's very, it keeps you on your toes and it's a morning class. So all that kind of wakes you up. It's really nice. 
Um, then we've got advanced film and television production, which we are making a short film for. We have already had like three shoot days for that. And uh, for our project, we are shooting different... Uh, each scene is directed by a different group member. So we have already done my shoot day where I directed. I went first, which was cool. It was not, I mean, not that I wanted to like get it out of the way or anything because I did want my scene to be nice. But like, I feel like I ran the set very efficiently. Like we were in and out in like, oh God, I don't know like two hours, two and a half hours, which is like unheard of for like any shoot at all, really. Um, but I kind I wrote my scene very simplistically and the shots that I needed to get very simplicity, simplistically, like it's just a dialogue between these two women. Um, so yeah, I think that's why we got it done real quick because all we really needed was like an opening shot, a master shot, close-ups of each of the girls and then a shot for the closing um and we were able to bang it out real quick because we had to be there early too we had to be there at like i think we all had to get there at like 8 30 so that was fun um but it was nice it was nice to direct something because that's what i want to do when i graduate i want to be a director uh more for film and tv like story telling stuff not so much live tv production even though i'm finding that i really do enjoy doing that um so we'll see about that uh maybe i can try kind of try to venture into that because that's uh probably the most uh secure job um of the like directing positions that i would want to do so maybe maybe that could work out um but yeah, so we're, today we didn't have that class. We have that class every Wednesday, and I'm recording this on a Wednesday night. Um, and we didn't have that class today because he gave us, gave it to us to shoot, to like go shoot our projects. Um, but I have an amazing team, and we have all of our shoot days already scheduled out with all of our actors and everything, uh, which is amazing. I'm very grateful for the group that I have because we are very no-nonsense. We are very get-everything-done-get-everything-scheduled-out-so-we-can-not-have-to-worry-about-anything. And that is not the story with some of the other groups. We were in class last week, and there were some people who didn't even have actors or locations to shoot yet, uh, which is scary because we only have four weeks left. Um, and, like, we'll still have to do post-production stuff on it, like edit it and color correct and everything like that. Um, but yeah, our team is actually in a very good place, which is amazing. I think we only have like three or four more shoot days, which is really cool. Um, and then those are all my classes. Yeah. I'm only in four classes this semester. So that's neato. Um, so that's just what's going on with me in my life. So that's also why, um, I wasn't able to record like at night because during the nights I will exercise and then the rest of the night is like dedicated to doing homework and stuff and just like chilling and it's kind of hard uh to find time to like set aside an entire hour to record a podcast episode um 
but it just so happened that tonight I was able to do that because I didn't have my late class. So that's awesome. Um, so yeah, that after school is done, I will have nothing but time to record this podcast for you guys. So that's awesome. So you only got to wait. I mean, you'll still get episodes, uh, in the next four weeks, but like, just know that it will be easier for me after those four weeks are up because then I'll be out of school. So that'll be fun. And then I'll be a senior in college, which really scares me. And I'm technically supposed to graduate one semester early. So that's also scary. But also another thing, which is fun. Um, my advisor is on paternity leave right now. And he doesn't get back until like April 15th or something. So, um, and we, they have this fun little thing for juniors in the program that I'm in or in, I guess it's in the whole school, um, that they put an invi- an advising block on our, like, class registration. So we can't register for classes until we meet with our advisor. Um, and he gives us an... It's like a graduation check, basically, to, like, make sure that we're on track to graduate on time. Um, and he... Uh, my registration time was... I believe March 25th. I think it was last Monday. And um, yeah, he's on paternity leave until like April 15th. So that's amazing. Uh, Hopefully the classes, I haven't even really checked. And it is partially like definitely my fault because um, I should have met with him uh, before he went on paternity leave, but I kind of forgot because school. Um, But yeah. So now I got a, a hope to God that the classes aren't completely full uh, by the time I meet with him so that I can get them all, get registered for my possibly final semester. Because, I mean, technically it will be my final semester unless there's some weird wacky thing that I have to um, do that I'm not privy to yet and won't be until... Uh, I meet with him. So that's exciting. That's uh, a fun, stressful thing that's weighing on my mind every second of every day until I can get it resolved. So that's real cool. Love it. Love it so much. Um, uh, But yeah, I think that's about everything that's going on with me right now. Um, Oh, I'll talk about I'll talk about the television shows that I'm watching really quick because I do. It's weird because I haven't watched like actual TV in a very long time. Honestly, probably not since I watched Glee, like actually sat down at the time a television show was on to watch that television show. I don't think I've done that since I watched Glee when Glee was on the air. Um, And I do that with three shows now, which is kind of crazy to me. I never thought that that day would, like, come. But, like, I'm caught up on all of these shows, and I want to know what happens. Like, because nowadays everything is left on a cliffhanger, um, obviously because that's the smart thing to do to get people to come back. But, like, it drives me crazy, and um, I need to know what happens next. So, obviously, that uh, technique works on me. It's funny because I am fully... um, a film student that uh, knows all the tricks of the trade, basically. Not, like, all of them, but I know a lot of them. Uh, Yet they still work on me, which I find funny 
because I am, for some reason, there's still a sense of like naivete to me, which is weird. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm a weird, innocent child still, even now, even with a podcast literally about me having sex with strangers. So go figure. Uh, But anyway, the television shows that I'm watching this season are um, Good Girls on NBC, uh, Schitt's Creek on Pop TV, and RuPaul's Drag Race on VH1. RuPaul's Drag Race has been something that I watch when it's on, that I have watched like when it's on since uh, 2016, when season eight was airing. Um, I have watched every season when it, like, for the most part, when the episode airs every time, every season since then. Uh, So that's fun. I would say RuPaul's Drag Race is probably my favorite television show on the air right now, anyway. Uh, So, I mean, that's Drag Race. If you're a gay TM, uh... (laughs) Hopefully you know, I mean, you you should know about it, I'm sure, because it's become such a big thing now. Um, but if you haven't watched it yet, what you doing? You need to get on that, girly, because it's so good. I mean, I don't, it's just so good. It's so good. I don't know how to explain it. It's just so good. Like, you know what happens. It's it's a drag queen competition television show. Like, that's how to explain it. That's what it is. But it's, like, something about it is just so amazing. And I love it. Um, And just, like, the community and the memes that come out of it and just everything, uh, even though the fan base is kind of literally insane a lot of the time, um, most of us are pretty cool and chill, so that's fun. Um... Then there's Schitt's Creek. I'll go in order of when I started watching them. Schitt's Creek I had started watching on Netflix uh, because I knew that Queen Catherine O'Hara was in it, um, who, of course, I know from such classics as uh, Beetlejuice, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I've literally been watching that since I was like six years old, and I can quote it probably word for word almost. Um, But that, and obviously uh, Home Alone... And she's the voice of Sally in Nightmare Before Christmas. So an icon, literally an icon. Um, I knew that she was in it and I wanted to watch it because of her, because I just think she is immensely hilarious. So I was like, well, let's watch it for her. And I did. And it turned out to be one of the funniest television shows I have seen in a very, very long time. Like, legitimately, probably ever. Uh, I consistently laugh out loud at every single episode. Like, multiple times. Just cackling at my television screen. Um, Because the writing is just so incredible. I mean, Eugene and Dan Levy are just geniuses. I don't... I... I don't know how they do it. I'm just, the writing is so incredible. And then of course the cast is amazing. I mean, especially I love Moira and I love Alexis just so much because they are so funny just all the time. Literally anything that comes out of Moira's mouth is just art in and of itself. 
But yeah, it's a good show. So you guys should watch it if you haven't. It's on its fifth season right now. That's the one that is currently airing. They're only like an episode is uh, airing tonight, as a matter of fact, in just in minutes, in a matter of minutes, folks, because it is nine twelve right now as I'm looking at my laptop clock, and it airs at ten here in the U.S. at ten o'clock on Wednesdays. Uh, but today, I think tonight is the second last episode of the season, and then season six is the last season, which is very sad. But also, it's I'm fine with it because obviously I don't want the show to like drag on and like get to the point where it's like not funny anymore. Uh, and like six seasons, I th- it's it's a good number. It's like it's a good amount of episodes. Um, it's not too long, not too short. Um, and it's like, I don't know. It's just a good number. It's, it'll be nice for rewatching value because they're only 30 minute episodes and, um, they're only like 12 or 13 episodes a season. Like it's so good. You can binge it so quick. Uh, I started watching it while I was making a dress, actually. Um, and, on, like, I think I got through the f- the first three seasons, almost. I got through, like, two and a half seasons while making that dress. That dress took me literally forever to make. Um, but I would sit and watch Schitt's Creek and just cackle while I was making this dress. And, uh... Yeah, it's it's so good. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, and then we've got Good Girls, which is so outside of the box and inventive and just incredible. Uh, incredibly written, incredibly acted. It's so good. So we've got a lovely cast. We've got, first of all, Retta. From Parks and Recreation, the lovely Donna Meagle from Parks and Rec. She plays Ruby. And obviously, if you've seen Parks and Rec, you know that Retta is just a national treasure and should be protected at all costs. She was literally one of the funniest parts of that show and is just a wonderful comedian. So love her. Glad that she's back on television. Then we have um, Christina Hendricks, who is uh, fabulous. She was Joan on Mad Men. And uh, being a former drag queen myself, uh, Joan was literally, she's a drag queen's dream. She She was gorgeous, first of all. And a redhead, which is a plus for me because I'm a redhead and I always wore red hair. Um, So that's a plus just for me personally. Uh, She was so sassy and quick-witted, but also smart and business savvy in a show about the 1960s advertising world. Uh, She, oh, she was just so, such an amazing character, such a... like a deep, well-rounded character in the show. Um, and I loved her. She was, of course, she was my favorite character. Um, and then there is this recording of 
like a concert performance of Company, which is one of my favorite musicals. I love Company. My friend Andy is actually in a production, or he's going to be in a production of Company right now. They open next week, uh, so I'm really excited to see that. Um, But Christina Hendricks uh, plays the flight attendant girlfriend. I'm sure she has a name, but I'm not like that into Company. I don't know if they all have names or not, but she's the, the flight attendant girlfriend of Bobby's. Um, and she has got a lovely voice, which was also showcased on Mad Men. She, there's an iconic scene from there where she plays the accordion and sings a song in French on Mad Men. And I mean, that was just fabulous. I'm pretty sure I have that song downloaded on my phone. Like I downloaded it the second that I heard it because it's, it was iconic. It was an iconic moment in television history. Um, so yeah, that's Christina Hendricks. She plays Beth. Um, and then Mae Whitman, who I only know previously from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I don't even remember what character she plays because I've only seen that movie once, but I just remember that she was funny in that movie and she's really funny in Good Girls. She is the comedic relief a lot of the time. Um, so since Good Girls is relatively new and I don't think a ton of people watch it, but, like, uh, one of my friends watched it, and, like, my mom and dad watch it. That's how I, like, kind of saw more of it and, like, got interested to watch it. It's because my parents watch it. Um, so that's how you know my parents are cool. Um, other than a lot of the other things they have done that my friends can attest to, but my parents are very cool. Um, but anyway, uh, they were watching it and then that made me interested to watch it since it's a newer uh more lesser known show i think i don't know i'm not sure how popular the show is it should be more popular but like if you don't know and you're listening to this i will inform you about the plot of good girls um it is about these three women who um are tied on cash i mean who isn't in these trying times but they're all like tied on cash uh for various reasons um and they need to get cash so uh the may whitman character oh she may whitman plays annie who is beth's younger sister christina hendrix's younger sister uh which is lovely uh she works at a grocery store and they're like we're gonna rob this grocery store and get money um so they do that and then uh, they get dragged into a whole other situation. Um, and then they have to kind of keep up this life of crime, uh, which is fun. Uh, and lots of hijinks ensue. And they just get deeper and deeper into this whole mess. Um, and it's a good time. Uh, it's very uh keeps you on the edge of your seat you don't know what's gonna happen next um and it's just so good so that's uh, basically good girls uh that's you guys should watch it if you're not watching it uh it's currently on season two so yeah go ahead and watch it uh it's really good highly highly recommend that as well um so I think that's enough of me rambling about like random stuff. Um, I know what you guys are really here for. So we're going to get into the story time right now, guys. Um, so 
when we last left off, um, I had had my first hookup. That's right. Okay. Wow. That I can't believe that was the last episode that we were on. Um, so I had my first hookup. Yay. Uh, finally, uh, lost my virginity basically, essentially. That's, that's what we're saying here. Um, so then I kind I alluded to it in the last episode. Um, so after that hookup, I, uh, was, I went back into prude mode for, I guess, about four months. Because it was from, I think, September to January. So October, November, December. Yeah, four months. Um, four months. Um, I was, I was Sister Mary Blake again. Uh, which wasn't fun for me. It wasn't by choice, mind you. So, um, and of course, I had had some nights of debauchery with my friends. Um, I had gone up to, excuse me. I had gone up to Columbus for to visit my friends at their college, um, and we uh, went out for uh, mine and my other friends' birthdays because our birthdays are close together, and we both turned twenty-one, so we wanted to all go out together. Um, uh, and I we were at the bar and we were drinking and I miraculously found a guy to make out with. So that was fun. The, <laughs> I don't really remember it happening. Like I remember it in the moment, but I don't remember how it was initiated. So that's cool. Um, we love alcohol in this household. Um, then, um, so that happened. I got that guy's number actually, like as I was leaving because we were all my friends were leaving, and I th- it wasn't my home city, so I was like, uh, "Gotta go, or else I'm gonna be lost." Uh, so I went back, uh, but I made sure to get his number, even as drunk as I was. I got that guy's number, um, but I, like nothing came of it. I te- I texted him like again that ni- or the next night. I texted him that night to verify it was him, and then the next night I t- texted him to try and come, try to get him to come out, um, but he didn't. So that was fun. Um, and then also that night that I texted him to come out, a lot of things happened, which is another story in and of itself, just a night of drunken debauchery, which I may tell at a later time if I'm like short on time for a pod for an episode or whatever. Um, so if you guys want to hear stories of like drunken debauchery, uh, let me know on the Twitter DMS or the Instagram DMS or something. Just let me know somehow. Anyway. Uh, then for new years, we did it all over again. We went back up to Columbus to party, uh, for new years. And, um, I found another guy to make out with, miraculously. Sometimes I don't know how I do it, Buttermuff Girls. Honestly, I really don't. Um, Apparently, I've got something going for me. Um, But yeah, 
I met that guy in the bathroom, which is another story uh, in and of itself. It actually really isn't. We were going to the bathroom next... <laughs> this is sad. We were peeing next to each other at the stall, and he was like, you're attractive. And I was like, you wait right there. So I finished peeing, and I washed my hands, and then uh, I grabbed him. And like when he was done peeing, of course, I think he was done peeing before me. Um, grabbed him, and we went out to the dance floor, and we danced on each other and made out. So that was fun. Uh, but those were my only two other things. And that the, that second time was kind of what sparked this hoe phase, because I wanted to make out with another boy very bad. Um, and I was going to make it happen whatever way I could. Um, so that was kind of the birth of the hoe phase. Um, then, uh, so that was January 1st, obviously. Um, but the like three weeks it took me to get my next hookup were kind of, uh, agony. Um, and it felt like it was a lot longer in between those times than it was actually. So go figure. I'm, that's another trait you'll find of me. I'm very impatient, uh, when it comes to like anything really. Uh, so I was like, I want this hookup and I want it now. So I was at work one day and I think, so obviously I hadn't talked to the guy, Jacob, we're calling him. I hadn't talked to Jacob for, since like a couple days after we had hooked up. Um, and that was totally fine with me. It was just going to be a one night stand type of deal, which that's what I was ready for. Um, and then, um, I don't know. He popped up on Grinder again. I hadn't seen him on Grinder for a long time, but then he popped up again. And I was like, oh, I, this is what I think a lot of the time. I'm like, oh, I already have an in with this person because we've hooked up once before. Um, so they should be easier to like set up a second appointment with, if you will. Um, so I messaged him because I was desperate for some dick. Um, and, uh, he messaged back, which I wasn't sure if he was going to or not. I don't know. I was like scared that he wasn't going to message back, but he messaged me back and he, I think he brought up to go get coffee again, which was weird. I don't know what his deal is with going to coffee, like go having like a little date before actually hooking up with someone, but to each their own, I guess. So uh, we go and have coffee at the, at the exact same coffee place again. This is like after work one Saturday or Sunday. And then... Um, He's hungry, so we end up going to, like, a Chinese restaurant, and we have Chinese food, and then, it, and it was, like, freezing. It's January in Cincinnati, so it's, like, sub-zero temperatures, um, and then uh, at dinner, he's like, I don't have any cash, and I'm in, like, a garage. Um, can you pay for me to get out of my garage? And I was like, sure, fine, whatever. Because I'm a generous person. 
So we walk back to his garage. He cannot remember what floor he's parked on. So we ride the elevator up and down about five times, I think, before he remembers what floor he parks on. And and it's freezing. There's no like heat in this elevator or in these in this garage, obviously, because it's a freaking parking garage. So uh, we're both freezing to death. Uh, and then we finally find his car, and he informs me that his car has no heat either. So we're still freezing. So that's cool. Um, so I pay for him to get out, and then that's cool. Uh, but like nothing happens. But I kept telling everyone that I'm like something's gonna happen. Like if as God is my witness, I'm going to make something happen. Uh, but I didn't make anything happen. And I should have, but I didn't. Uh, because I wasn't uh, very... I don't know, I just wasn't aggressive enough. I'm still probably not aggressive enough. I'm not an instigator, really, folks. So keep that in mind for future episodes, I guess. Um, then uh, I think I had texted him the next day... And I was like, oh, I should have, like, kissed you or something. And he was like, oh, man, you should have. And then we, like, we keep talking. And then eventually we're like, well, we should meet up again and, like, do stuff. Or no, he messages me while I was at work on one Sunday. And he was like, I'm free uh, after, or I'm, like, free tonight if you want to do something. And I was like, I think I can make that work. Let's do it. So... This is, like, it's all happening very suddenly, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm finally getting my first hookup of the year. I'm so excited. This is what I've been waiting three weeks for. Um, So I, like, run home, and I get changed, and we make a plan to meet at Starbucks in Florence, Kentucky, which is kind of far away from me. It's, like, a half-hour drive, um, but it's where he lives. So I was like, okay, I'll be nice and make it convenient for you. So I meet him at a random Starbucks uh, in Florence. Um, And I go in, and he's already sitting there, and he has a coffee. And I didn't want to get a coffee. Um, So I just sat down, because I knew we weren't going to stay very long. Uh Uh, So then, I don't remember... At some point, he made it known to me that he couldn't have me at his house, because... uh, as I stated last episode, he lives with his grandparents, and we can't really uh, be getting it on with Graham and Gramps upstairs. Um, so anyway, uh, we... <laughs> I think I'm sure he used the line, do you want to get out of here? Again. Uh, but this time, I was like, yes, I most certainly do, sir. So he's like, can we take your car? Because my car is awful. And I was like, yes, we most certainly can, because I need heat. Um, so we get into my car and he's like, uh, let me like figure out a place to go. So he thinks of this park, um, to go to, um, and park, uh, which is kind of like an, a fifties thing. Like an, that's a very old fashioned thing to say, like go somewhere and park, which means like sit in a car and make out and do things and whatever. Um, so He's like, okay, so I know of this park that's, like, being worked on, so no one's there. So I was like, okay, cool. So we go there, and it's, I'm pretty sure we miss where we're supposed to turn. So I have to turn around somewhere, um, because he's awesome at giving directions. Um, so then we 
finally find the park and we go in and we go like back into the park aways so no one can see us. Um, and we park and then we start making out and it starts happening. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is what I've wanted for so long. Um, and yeah, so that was nice. And then, um, he starts going to unbutton my pants and whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, we're doing things tonight. And mind you, this is all in my car. Yes, folks. On my second hookup, I had car sex. Well, not sex sex, but like car things. So a car hookup, if you will, we'll say. Um, so that was fun. Remember last week how I said my diary quote was that I had my Jack and Rose in the car moment? Oh, mama, I didn't know anything. This was my Jack and Rose in the steaming car moment. So I don't really remember what happens. I think I unbutton his pants and then he's like, you can suck my dick if you want. And I was like, okay. And I, I can't. Uh, I can't remember if it was in the front seat or the back seat or not at this point. But at some point, obviously, we move into the back seat um, to make things easier for ourselves. Um, so we're in the back seat, and we're making out again. And then I go to suck his dick, and I'm down there, and everything's lovely. I haven't... Like, my jaw thing has, like, it hasn't bothered me or anything in a while. So I'm like, okay, maybe we're good on that. My jaw thing that I had mentioned in the last episode, which is why I wasn't opening my mouth wide enough and my blowjob was not very good. Um, So I'm opening my mouth wider. I'm, like, giving a blowjob how I'm supposed to. And I think it was going well um, until I come up for air for a second And my mouth won't close. And I'm like, oh. Oh, we've we've been here before. My my jaw's dislocated again. This isn't good. Um, so yeah, my jaw dislocated again. At the most, literally the most inopportune time. Um, so that was amazing and fabulous and wonderful. But I remembered what the doctor at the ER had done. He just, all he did was push down my jaw and pop it back into place. So I was like, hold on, give me a sec. And I literally turned away and pushed down my jaw and it popped right back into place. And I was like, oh, thank God we're good. Um, and he was like, uh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, 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 no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Um, so I go back down there and I finish the job. So I officially redeemed myself from my first hookup. I finally got a guy to orgasm. So that was cool. Um, but so I come back up again and guess what? My jaw's dislocated again. (laughs) So I'm like drooling everywhere because, um, I mean, he, he he orgasmed into my mouth. Um, So that kind of, I think that just all just dripped right out of my mouth, probably into his lap. I don't know. I don't really remember. Um, 
because I was too busy panicking about my dislocated jaw. Um, so, um, what happened next? Uh, so I get up again, and I turn around, and I go to just pop it back into place like I did literally a matter of minutes ago. Um, and it's not popping back into place. Um, and that's when I started to literally panic. Because, um, I thought I was going to have to go to the emergency room again. I thought I was going to have to ask this boy to go to the emergency room with me. Um, it would have looked real shady. Um, and yeah, I didn't want any of that to have to happen that night. Um, so I'm like trying, like hoping against hope that my jaw will finally pop back into place one of these times that I'm pushing down on it, but to no avail. Um, and he, like, I'm not able to tell him anything because my mouth is, uh, being forced wide open by my dislocated jaw, so I can't speak, uh, which is great. So I have to grab my phone and, like, type out stuff to him. And I'm, because he says, like, do we need to go to the emergency room? And I'm like, we might. Like, if I can't get this to go back and I, it's not working, what worked before and what the literal doctor did is not working, uh, we might have to. Um, so then I was like, well, you're a big muscle dude. How about you try? But obviously I couldn't say that, but I tried to say it. And he was like, I literally, he was like, I literally cannot understand a word you're saying. And I was like, oh my God. So I had to grab my phone and type it out. Uh, like in iMessage and show it to him. And he was like, oh, okay. So then he did it. Did it, I think literally just on the first push down, went right back into place. And I was like, I have never felt so much relief wash over my entire body in my life. Um, so that was cool. Um, and then, so... I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry that happened. That has the, I mean, it was all, it was my second hookup ever, but I was like, that n- like never happens. Well, um, so, uh, yeah. Then he like tells me about a time he like dislocated his rib or something, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then we try to continue because he has finished, but I have not, and I was like okay, we need to not have a repeat of last time, so let's get going. And he says, he makes it clear that he is not going to suck my dick because apparently every time he sucks dick, he gets sick, like the flu. And I'm like, um, okay, cool. So he's just like jerking me off in the back seat. And obviously we just had like, or I just had a traumatic experience. So like all, like all hope of getting a boner back is just non-existent. It's just, it wasn't in the cards for me that night, sweetie. It just wasn't in the cards. So that was super cool. Um, So I didn't finish and I was like very disappointed Um, And this is kind of a theme. This wasn't the only, like, isolated occurrence of that happening, like, me not being able to finish. Um, But we'll talk more about that um, in a future episode where it literally made me very, very upset. 
Um, and you'll find out why uh, in a couple episodes, in a couple weeks. You'll 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 be caught up on that. Um, but anyway, it actually, fun fact, it happened today, actually. So this story is very, the wound is still fresh, even from this. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, talk about that later. That's, that's a top, that's one of, that's an episode that I'm going to open up with that topic and I guess why it happens because I've never really looked into it. Um, and I think we should take a deeper look into it because I'm sure it's something that happens to a lot of people. Um, and I would like to make other people not feel alone in it. And I would like to make myself not feel alone in it anymore. So that's, that'll be fun. We'll talk about that in a future episode. So, um, we're like trying, we're like trying very hard to make it happen for me, but it would, it just wasn't in the cards. So we sit there for a second. I like zip up my pants and we're sitting in the back seat in silence. We're not talking anymore. And then I start hearing him like moaning a little bit. And I realize that he's jerking off. And I'm like, um, what? What? Like you, you already had your moment, sweetie. And I, I, I'm not able to have my moment. Uh, so what do you think you're doing in the backseat of my car? Um, but obviously that's just all going through my head. I didn't say any of that because you know what? I'm a good person. Um, so, uh, we, I just sit there. I sit in the backseat. I kind of like stroke his arm and like play with his hair or whatever while he's doing that. Um, but yeah, we wait until he finishes again for a second time. And he's like, wow, you must think I'm like an animal. And I was like, no, no, you're fine. It's whatever. Uh, but in my head, I was like, how dare you flaunt this in front of me? Um, so that was fun. Then we climbed back into the front seat and I went to drive him back to the Starbucks and um, he also uh, forgot to tell me when to turn again, so we had to turn around again on the way back uh, because he was looking at cat memes on his phone um, instead of giving me directions. So that was fun. Uh, I'm not bitter at all. I actually, I really wasn't that bitter about all this until now when I'm recounting it uh, because he's kind of, I mean, I, I don't want to say he's awful or like a bad person because he's not. But, like, I mean, dude, like, at, at the very least, pay attention. Um, after all of that that just happened, uh, and you know I'm, like, at least mildly upset by it. Uh, um, but obviously I didn't say any of that because you know what? Uh, running theme this episode, I'm a good person. So... Uh, we get back to the Starbucks and he's like, can you wait a second to like make sure my car starts? Because that was another thing. He was having car trouble that day um, and he wasn't responding to me for like a while. And uh, during that three week period of trying to find another hookup, a lot of guys on Grindr had flaked on me and uh, it was like starting to give me a complex. Um, and I thought he was flaking on me and I was like, this cannot happen again. Uh, but no, he was just having car trouble and trying to fix it. Um, so he asked me, he's like, 
can you stay and like make sure that my car starts? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I sit there and I wait for him to start his car and it starts on the first try. So that was nice. And then I was like, okay, time for me to go mama because it was a Sunday and I had school. I, I had school the next day and I was like, and it was late. It was, well, I'm an old lady. So late for me is like, I mean, I'm equal parts old lady, but also like night owl. So like being out late for me is like 10, but like staying up late for me is like three. Uh, so that's another like peek into me as a person. But anyway, um, so his car starts and then I'm like, okay, I need to hit the road, mama. So I drove home and I was like, wow, that just happened. I, I don't think I'll ever get over that. And I mean, like I did. I mean, like, I don't think I really thought about it that much because I was just happy to have gotten a hookup at all. Um, then, um, I'm not sure that I, I think I talked to him again and I was like, sorry for that whole fiasco again. You handled it great. He was like, oh, don't worry about it, mama. Um, but yeah, let me see. Let me just check real quick on my phone. I have my phone right here. So I'm going to check really quick to see what the last thing I said to him was. And I'm looking for it. Oh, here it is. Oh. Oh. You ladies are getting a bonus right now because I forgot about this. Okay. So I texted him again on February 1st. And I was like, do you want to do something? Um, I was just like trying to like get another hookup going because he was the only in like three weeks. He was the only person that had uh, responded to me and like actually made something happen. So I was like, OK, we're going to stick with this train and ride it as long as we can. Yeah, I just tried to text him and just like keep in contact with him and see if I could set anything up again, um, which we never did. Obviously, this that night was the last time I saw him. Wow, that's frightening. Um, I tried to get him to go to an 80s night with me. An 80s night that I've been trying to go to for three months. Uh, this will be the... That was the first one that I was going to try to go to. Um, and then I missed the March one. They have it every month. And then I missed the March one because my friend was doing something else, I think. Um... So I'm going to try and go to the April one. I need to, like, remind her. This is Molly again, who we all know and love from the first episode. Well, another reason why we love Molly is because she's always my cover. Like, anytime that I'm going to hook up with a guy um, where I'm I'm leaving my home to go do it, I'm saying that I'm going to my friend Molly's, which is lovely. It's a great cover. So thanks, Molly, for always being my cover. Um... But, so I'm going to try and go to that 80s night this month. It's on, it's in a, like, next Saturday or something. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about here. So I was trying to get him to go to that 80s night with me back in February. And, um, everything was fine. We were going to, um, until I was literally in the shower getting ready to go out to this 80s night. And he texts me and says, can we take a rain check on tonight? 
And honestly, I've never been so upset reading a text. I mean, that's a lie. I'm sure there are other times that I have been. But that it just really upset me because it was another guy flaking on me. And as we all know, I wasn't doing well with that at this point. Um, so I was like, yeah, obviously I was like, yeah, sure, that's fine, whatever. But obviously I didn't really mean it. Yeah, because he felt sick. And then there was another time not too long after that that I just tried to get a random hookup with him, probably because I was just randomly horny. Uh, because that happened sometimes too. Like that was today. Um, because I had it's it had been a while. No, it hadn't. It was literally just since I think Friday was the last time before today. Um, wow, I'm a crazy person. I like forget how, like how many hookups I actually do have. Sometimes it it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a crazy person, guys. That's that's the moral of this entire podcast is that I am a crazy person. Um, so yeah, he canceled on me for 80s night, and that was kind of the last time that I ever spoke to him, besides one other random time trying to get uh, get him to hook up with me. Um, so yeah, that's the end of Jacob. I haven't talked to him since. Probably will never talk to him again because he can't really hold a conversation that well. Um, I might post, uh, a picture of him to the Instagram and, like, put a, something over his face, obviously. Um, but just to give you, like, an idea of what he looked like, it's not like his face was his, uh, most, uh, crowning achievement anyway. But, uh, I will let you guys see that body, mama. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that was that. And then I'm not sure how long it was until the next hookup. I will do that research in between now and the next episode. Um, But I feel like it wasn't too, too long. Oh, and guys, the next one is a kind of a wild ride. Um, I know I kind of say that every time, but like next week is a wild ride. My friends were shocked because it was the first time that I'd ever done anything like this. And uh, it's not something that uh, people do very often. Like, there are some guys that I've talked to that have said they've always wanted to do it, but they never had. And, like, I've done it. Um, so stay tuned for that next week. I think you guys are really going to enjoy next week's story time. Um but I think that is all for me this evening because I have rambled on for almost an hour and 10 minutes and I'm not sure there's a lot to cut out of this one. I've kind of like really talked for this long uh, because I am an insane person. Um, but of course, um, you guys can always keep in touch over the social medias. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Buttered Muffins. And on Instagram, we are at Buttered Muffins Pod. Um, on Twitter is where I usually give updates for um, the episodes that are coming out, or I'll ask you guys questions, what you want to hear, or ask your guys' opinion on stuff, just all that kind of stuff. So if you want to help me make the podcast better, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, interact with me on there. Uh, say hi. Uh, I'm not opposed to that. Just say hi. I'll say hi back. Um, 
And then on Instagram, uh, obviously, we post visuals for some things. This week, you're going to get a treat. You're going to see the body of the man that I lost my virginity to. So get excited for that. Um, And then I guess I'll probably post uh, info about the TV shows uh, that I talked about and stuff like that. Um, So that'll be super duper fun. Uh, So make sure you follow the Instagram for that. And then, of course, make sure you remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And especially, um, I know this is always something that I ignore when people say it on Apple Podcasts, because usually when I find uh, podcasts, they are already well-established and, like, high on the charts or whatever. Um, but for me, especially right now, uh, please try to uh, rate and comment on the podcast. It really means a lot. That's what uh, really uh, signal boosts it to like the Apple podcast algorithm or whatever, I guess, to like, I guess, get it up on the charts or at least like recommend it to other people and stuff like that. I don't know, but uh, that would really help me out if you guys did that. Um, And also make sure to follow on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify or um, on TuneIn, I think you follow on there or subscribe or something. Um, and do the same on Google Play if you're listening on Google Play. Um, but yeah, guys, I think that's all for me this week. I have talked literally for about as long as I can talk. Um, so I'm going to leave you now. Uh, so until next time, my little buttermuff girls, make sure to keep your muffin buttered. Bye. His name is Blake, he used to be a prude, then he became a slut, and now he's talking to you. It's Buttered Muffins.